Shabbat Shalom everyone, it's a new Sefer, it's a new month, it's a new Chag coming up, Purim, I'm not drunk, don't worry. Although I do drink a little bit of Bar um and a little bit of beer, that's the maximum that yours truly can do, even on Purim, but it, uh, like all the Chagim, it's one of those Chagim that uh, y- you have to love, um, and it doesn't matter how old you are, a little bit of mashka, hopefully some good words come out, a little bit of fun, um, nice time with the uh, uh, with the family. Uh, of course, uh, um, we have an additional Shushan Purim here for those in Yerushalayim, and may it be a, a safe, beautiful, and joyous Shushan Purim for all our families, our students, and those people at the forefront here in the heart of Yerushalayim. But uh, before we speak about um, issues of Ateret uh, Konim, and I have to say that uh, it really has been a great week for Ateret Konim, and I'll explain later. Let's get straight into Vayikra. I was tossing and turning about this, actually. You know, am I even able to talk about every week's parasha here in the Sefer of Vayikra, probably the hardest Sefer that exists? Uh, Korbanot. How do we even grapple with Korbanot in this day and age about bringing an animal to slaughter, bring him up for a sacrifice uh, on our behalf uh, for our sins or forever it may be? Mind you, there is something to say about... uh, uh, going out of your way, coming to Yerushalayim, you know, uh, there's one thing when you just flippantly say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I did something, something else altogether when you actually have to do something, like, you know, give, go out of your way and give staka and say, this is for the sin that I did, who knows what. Obviously, the things that you can do just out of Todah, uh, thanking Hashem for all the things that, uh, that we've got, uh, for a celebration, for being saved from who knows what. Uh, you know, once upon a time, it was those four things. It was, uh, you know, an illness, the sea, the desert. But uh, bringing a sacrifice, as we know, the Korban is not so straightforward. Yet the action of doing something um, really is something very special for the individual. Um, it's another level altogether when a person acts and doesn't just say something. You know, I just mentioned earlier about saying sorry. You know, we say sorry, but uh, for things maybe that we've done wrong. You know, khatati, I've, I've sinned, I shouldn't have done this. But when you stop for a second and go out to your farm or, you know, go to the marketplace and pick up a, a goat or a dove or even if you can't afford it, something uh, something less, but just as significant. And you go to Yerushalayim and you give it to Kohen and you say, I'm sorry, here, take this, I am sorry. It's a whole different impact altogether. You know, it's, it's just in general, I think, in life about uh, uh, actions as opposed to uh, to words. Anyway, um, I'm going to try from uh, from week to week. Uh, if there's anyone out there who actually even listens to this, um, you're welcome to come up with nice different Torah for different parashiot in Vayikra. I'll be happy to uh, stand aside uh, because it is very difficult. Um, but the opening, uh, let us say that Vayikra and the Korbanot is all about getting close to Hashem. How we do it, okay, maybe when the Beramikdash comes and who knows what's going to be in the Beramikdash, um, and maybe we'll be of a different mindset, you know, when that time comes, the Mashiach, the enemies will fall, the water will flow, Beramikdash, Korbanot, who knows what type of mindset we'll have. But one thing won't change, and that is the concept of Lihit Karev. Korban Karev is all about getting close to Hashem in whatever we can, uh, whether it be by words, obviously even better by actions. That's the essence of, uh, of the Korbanot. So we have to try and find the way to, uh, to actually do that. Moshe Rabbeinu is called. 
God calls to Moshe. In a second, we'll get to the little Aleph, which is found. There's a little Aleph in the Torah uh, with the Vayikra. It's not like you know, Hashem calls him like he's an everyday friend, Vayikra. You know, calls out to Moshe. I might wasn't quite like that. So to a little bit of modesty for Moshe, the Aleph is a bit small to realize it's not your everyday calling. There's actually another beautiful explanation about that that's brought down in, once again, the Sefer of uh, Rabbi Lichtman. Uh, he brings the, uh, the Zohar, who speaks about this, and says the reason why there's a little Aleph is because this whole thing about calling Moshe and telling him about the Korban Not and the Mishkan it's not really complete. It's not so great. It's important. It's it's the most. It's it's wonderful. That's Hashem's place in this world. But it was just the Mishkan. So to remind everyone, every generation, that hello, this is just the Mishkan. Don't go absolutely. You know, you have to go crazy and do whatever you have to. But remember, it's the Mishkan. The essence is in Eretz Israel. It's not complete. It's not a full Vayikra that we're being called by God and we're calling God. It's not 100% because it's in the Midbar, which is actually phenomenal when you think about it because the Midbar, the miracles that they saw, God's hands, the food, everything about the relationship between God and the, and the Am Yisrael in the desert was something that we don't have today. We don't have, haven't had it ever since then. It was a very unique, close relationship, yet notwithstanding that, it's a Vayikra. It's not really the, the main thing. It's not complete. It's a small Aleph. The Aleph of Vayikra. Small. Only in Eretz Yisrael, in Yerushalayim, when that happens, only then is it a proper Vayikra, calling out to Am Yisrael, and we call out to Hashem, which is rather unique. It says something, obviously, about uh, Eretz Yisrael, as opposed to even if it's a great relationship, as we saw, that was in the, uh, in the desert. Uh, the other thing uh, that's worthwhile to mention is uh, Moshe's name. He calls out to Moshe. Now, you should know that Moshe had, uh, not just Yitro had 10 names, but Moshe Rabbeinu also had 10 names. One of the other names was, was Yered, you know, because he, Lahorid, he brought down the Torah to Am Yisrael. He's also referred to or called Hever because he was able to bind the Jews to Torah. Hever Lechaber. Um, but the words that we use and that we know of Moshe is, is not Yered and Chever or Chever and any of these other ones. It's actually Moshe. God calls out to the name to Moshe, the name that was given to him by Bat Paror, who drew him out of Mishitihu, who she drew him out of the of the water. Mind you, Mishitihu is a, is a Hebrew text, but you know, she drew him out and gave him that name. It's interesting that that's the name that we uh, give to Moshe, that it's the name that's given to him by, uh, by Bat Paro. Uh, but when you think about it, it makes sense. Because the essence of the person is, is what really counts. And, you know, uh, Moshe Rabbein or Bat Paro, her Mesiris Nefesh, what she did, and giving Moshe that name and even just drawing him out, that's what makes... That, that's the point here, you know, that it's the essence behind the, the, the woman or the, the person who gave that name, that quality of being drawn out, that's, that's the most important thing here. Um, you know, there's uh, many names that we have, but the name that is the one that stays with us is based on who we are as a, uh, as a person. So, you know, but paro, you know, by rescuing Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, she was going against basically everything that her father, you know, she put her, her life on the line. And that mysterious nefesh, once again, that trait is, uh, you know, is also part and parcel of Moshe Rabbeinu. And hence, that's the name which is, uh, which is being used.
With regards to Vayikra, um, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, um, and it's good to quote uh, many different rabbis, but uh, the Lubavitcher also, the Lubavitcher Rebbe used to talk about the fact that um, uh, we're always being called. You know, this is not just a call to Moshe, but that each one of us, we have a calling. Um, sometimes it takes time to work out what it is, but we each have a calling that we're called to a, to a job. It may be within the family, but there's another deeper level, uh, and that is, you know, what are we meant to do for, for Am Yisrael that we're being called out to do? So um, that's something else which is uh, uh, which I read in one of the, uh, the Divrei Torah. Um, like I said, it is a very difficult, uh, difficult parasha, but nevertheless, uh, I think there is a, um, a lot to learn from the, uh, from the Korbanot, being called, our name, actions, etc. This week, everyone, just finishing off um, with regards to Purim, I've mentioned before that Purim is really all about Yerushalayim, and I challenge everyone to see if they can find out how is Yerushalayim connected to the story of Purim. I've mentioned it before. If anyone who hears this, you feel like writing to me, so I know that someone is out there listening, then uh, let me know how's Yerushalayim connected to Purim. Uh, from my point of view, uh, it's really a central uh, issue of the whole story of Purim. Historically, you need to look up the book of Ezra uh, to understand truly the, uh, the meaning behind it. In any case, um, I wish everyone a Chag Sameach. Uh, we really are turning around and things turned around in Purim in ways that we didn't understand. Uh, things aren't necessarily the way they seem. You know, you really have to look deeper sometimes to understand or maybe look back. Ah, that's what Hashem meant. Hashem's hand was really in it, but we didn't see it at the time. Sometimes you need retrospect in order to uh, to look back and understand how Hashem was in Of course, Hashem was in this very much in the background. In some ways, even like today, it's not like there is a, a better Migdash. It's not like there's, a, you know, bolts of lightning coming down and supernatural things that you can see the hand of God. The hand of God is in many different ways. You know, the, the victories in the wars you know, against all the odds. How is that even possible? How do we survive when the world collapses economically and somehow we're still there? You know, there's something very interesting because Hashem being in the background, and that's the whole story of proving that things aren't necessarily the way they seem. Anyway, people have started to come back. Hotels are full. I've heard of people that are still finding it difficult now to even get on planes. I think uh, the quiet and the, the lull that we've had is more or less over. Still, one still needs to be careful, of course. And if one is sick, one should stay home, uh, take relevant pill, pills and uh, goggle moggles and chicken soup and whatever else you need to do and wear a mask if necessary from time to time. Whatever it may be, I hope that everyone is healthy Um and I look forward to seeing many of you here in Yerushalayim. Just this last week, we had uh, three group tours. Unbelievable. In one week, we haven't had that for uh, for at least a year and a half or two years. So people are coming back. Uh, I wish Mazel Tov to uh, Mizrahi, the Mizrahi organization. We had a wonderful uh, mission from World Mizrahi celebrating the 120 years. Um, took into uh, uh, the Kvar HaTemanim and also the Shield of Jerusalem tour. We had two other tours, so uh, and I already see from bookings that things are happening for Pesach. Vis-a-vis Pesach, you should all know, we will be doing the Shield of Jerusalem tour both before Pesach and after Pesach. During Pesach, God willing, there'll be old city walking tours. Uh, and if there's big enough groups, maybe we'll also walk into the Yemenite village. But that uh, can be done also before and after, after Pesach, if those of you who are going to be here... So I wish you well, a Chag Sameach for, uh, for Purim, Vayikra, um, I'm not God, I'm not calling Moses, I'm not calling Moshe Rabbeinu, 
but I am calling out to uh, to everyone who is there. Uh, get ready, Yom Yerushalayim is coming up in a few months. Uh, we'll be having our main fundraiser at that time, in addition to the dinner, of course, that we're having um, in uh, the tri-state area in New York. At the moment, we're just calling everyone to be involved. Ma'aseh. Ma'aseh actions is what it's all about. Uh, there's still the play area in the Shiloh Heights that needs to be finished off. Thank God we've managed to be able to uh, do some of our rooftop playgrounds in the new areas, although we, knew how, we now have a new building, Baruch Hashem. And soon I'll be able to tell you the names of those, which will uh, be a wonderful surprise to many of you. It's a beautiful day here in Yerushalayim. It's the beginning of a new Sefer. Let's open up the Sefer Vayikra. Let's read it with our children and grandchildren. I wish you a Shabbat Shalom and Chag Sameach.